you know, it's that time in the summer. We have a little bit of rankings going on. Our host here at Locked On gave us the top quarterback rankings. Who was at the top? Who was at the bottom? Who's in between? I mean, listen, I ain't going to be biased. I felt like Drake May was the best. People didn't vote that way. We're going to talk about why Jordan Travis is the top quarterback here in the ACC. You can give your hot take whether we're right or wrong. You are Locked On ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to today's edition of Locked on ACC. I'm your host, Candace Cooper, joined by Kenton Gibbs of Locked on Wolfpack. Each and every day, you can find us wherever you're listening to a podcast. Happy birthday, Kenton. We need to let the people know that you're a big old 21 out here in these streets. Um, I'm a little bit older than 21. Uh, I am I am proudly turning a little older than 21 and I'm going to tell you, I'm not one of those people that's like, oh, no, I'm crawling towards 30 or I'm over 30. There's an alternative to getting old. And I've seen that a lot and it's not fun. So I enjoy um, I enjoy every day that I, I get to spend on this uh, beautiful uh, blue and green rock. And, and it's it's been a great time so far. So thank you so very much. I appreciate you. And I appreciate everybody who's wished me a happy birthday or, or you know, send me things, got me presents, all that good stuff today. I appreciate you. Oh, now people getting you presents, period. I know that's right. Happy 21. Forever 20. I'm forever 21. So I don't know about you, but we can live, we can make a shake. Anyway, we got a lot to go over. We talk about numbers here on the show today. It's a lot about numbers, rankings, all the things. Who's the top dog? Who is bottom of the barrel? Either way, there are some people that are going to be feisty about this list here. Can't yes. wait to go over it. We're talking about ACC quarterbacks today. We are in preparation for what will be a hot July. We know July last week, 25th through 27th, the ACC kickoff. We're going to have you prepped and ready to go, but we're going to give you a little spice in between. And so quarterback rankings from our Locked On podcast family is where we'll start today. I'm already nervous about the list. I ain't going to hold you again. Uh, you know, I mean, I'll tell you this. Candace and I refrain from voting uh, as to be – you know, people have accused us of being homers, so we wanted this list to be as non-biased as possible. So Candace and I refrained from voting. However, other folks did, and we're going to weigh in on what they did today. And mind you, this is why Ken and Candace are giving their takes on this list, because us two did not partake in the voting, but we will let you know exactly what we think of the voting today. You know, it would be nice if people could just stop and just to know that we're just the most non-homer people that there could be. We're really, we're really the most non-homer people for people who went to some very prominent schools. In the words of Shannon Sharp, I'm really not like that, Skip. I'm a great guy. They've, they've got me all wrong. I'm, I'm really not like that. I, I'm, I'm really not like that. Are you sad that your man Shannon is gone? Sad that he's gone where? <laughs> What's he doing now? He's still here with us. He's still here with us and, and living and breathing and living color. He's going to do something else that's just not with Skip. That's okay. 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 I just I, listen. Don't get spicy with me. I I'm not getting spicy. Lately. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You know. All right. Well, here we go. Number fourteen on the list. We got to go from the bottom to the top. I got mm-hmm. it. Shout out the word to Sammy. I mean, do you know who Sammy is? I I probably just told my age there. 
the rapper. Yeah, the we all know who Sammy is. Everybody don't know who Sammy is. Well, everybody does know who Sammy, but that's neither here nor there. Yes, oh, I know who Sammy is. Okay, you well, know let, I know who Sammy is. So I was on a work trip. As is an aside, I'm sorry. Before we get into this list, and let me help y'all. I was talking to some high schoolers, and I was like, they were like, "Oh, nights like this, like it's so nice out." And I was like, "Nights like this, I wish." And like, I started to sing the song, right? And I was like, oh, what y'all know about the five heartbeats? They, they said, what is the five heartbeats? I said, oh, my God. Okay. That's, but see. And, we, no, 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 no. We're losing recipes. This is the problem. And this is the problem with people of our <laughs> generation and the people of generations before us. Yeah. This is the problem with Howard Stern and, and his ill. We all assume that time stops at the age where. It's not we about time. No. Let no. me Let me tell you what I mean. Let me tell okay, you what I mean. Okay, please. What about the five heartbeats would be relevant to those young men and women? What was if, relevant to me? Like, am I in a male singing group? If you are in high school, it's a classic. If you are in high school right now, right now, that means you're somewhere between 14 and 18. That would put you at being born somewhere between 2009 and 2005. Oh my God. The five heartbeats had disassembled for decades by the time that these kids were conceived. They've been broken up for decades with an S. Not not they started decades ago, but I'm just saying like they started half a century ago. I mean, it's it's what, you know, it is what it is. It's like I did my tweet today and when the college kid, he was like, yes, Miss Candace, I'll be ready at 12. I said, excuse me, Miss Candace? Like I get it. I appreciate it. I, I love the respect thing, but man, that made these gray whole gray hairs feel real. You have gray hairs and I'm bald. What are we doing here? <laughs> what are we like? What are we doing here? Why are we? You know. Oh, sorry, uh, sorry. Let's get let's get into the list for people have cut away. People have cut they, away. They probably did already. They probably did already. These school these, these fans were waiting on us to say that their quarterback was the worst, so that they could tell us that we dumb and we don't know nothing, even though we didn't make this list. Okay. All right. Here we go. Number fourteen. Jay Wolfuck and Tony Musket out of Virginia. I ain't gonna hold you. Wait a second. Do you know who they are? We talk about not knowing people today. Do you know who Jay and Tony are? So here's the interesting <laughs> thing about Virginia's quarterback situation, right? Here's the interesting thing about Virginia's quarterback situation. Mm-hmm. You look at two unproven commodities and you say to yourself, like, oh man, this is who knows these guys? But I'm pretty sure one of them is a baseball player. And an athlete at Virginia that like he does good things outside of football (laughs) and people are now looking at him like, but can you be the guy in football, which is like, that's tough. That's that's going to be. Hey, 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 we've seen it. Russell Wilson, a baseball player. And you know where Russell Wilson is from? from? Virginia. So Troy Wolfolk. And you know what number Troy Wolfolk wears? 16. Okay. I'm just saying. I'm just. I'm not saying, but I'm saying. Okay. And Russell Wilson was also drafted by the Texas Rangers. I'm not saying, but I'm saying. Ooh. Mr. Wolfolk, you've got uh, uh, some shoes to fill. No, but seriously, these two are. Are I mean, I think that listing them at the bottom is appropriate. But honestly, there's a to me there's a large swath at the bottom that we know absolutely nothing about uh, in terms of having seen them put out good film. So, I mean, it, it makes sense. Number 13, Grant Wells and Kyron Drones out of Virginia Tech. Grant might lose his job. I ain't going to hold you. Might. 
packing the mail. That job is gone. Do you understand me? I don't, if, if if he is start, I'll tell you this much. If he is starting game one, if he well, is starting game one, Coach Pry, I'm sorry to tell you, brother, that job ain't gonna work out for you too much longer. Please don't be like your predecessor and hold to a quarterback that you just know is not of the same caliber. My brother, in Christ, I've seen this story at Virginia Tech before. My brother in Christ, go ahead and 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 get that uh get that what's the word I'm looking for? Go ahead and get that LinkedIn ready. I can. <laughs> I'm a recruiter. I hope you optimize your LinkedIn, Coach Pry. Who needs to get their LinkedIn Drones ready, no Grant star. or Pry? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, I'm going to tell you this much. Grant, listen, listen. Grant, you're going to be a great accountant one day, man. You're going to be a great engineer. I'm trying to tell you. I'm trying to tell you. You're going to be great at whatever you do. Playing quarterback? Yeah. Oh, I don't know about that one, brother. I don't know about that one. That's a tough one. Kyra, congratulations on the job, big time. I'm just trying to say, Georgia Tech, you got Haynes King, Zach Gibson, and Zach Pyron. These are, like, we've seen as much mm-hmm. tape out of these guys as we've seen out of Grant Wells. I'm not impressed. I'm I'm truly not impressed by Georgia Tech's slew of, of QBs uh, in terms of the guys we saw play last year. Let me not say for guys that we haven't seen play. I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about the guys that we did see. On this roster last year, when Sam said, y'all getting whooped by Georgia, <laughs> not us. We are not having anything happen. Y'all boys getting whooped. Oh, you got um, the birthday jokes today, boy. I, I, I mean, I get it. I get it. I, I see it. Um, I, there, I, I haven't seen anything impressive from them either, but I will say that they were better than Grant Wells. So I, I get that. Uh, okay. Mitch Griffiths, number 11 out of Wake Forest. Put some respect on Mitch. Name. I'm just trying to say a little boy. bit of respect on Mitch's name. Like this like is like a number eleven is really disrespectful to me. This is this is kind of crazy because to have him behind that Louisville trio is a wild stance. That's a wild stance to take there. I, ooh, that's tough. That's tough. But I I give him the nod over those three at least. But okay, an unproven so. an unproven Louisville at that. That's just that's just hurting. That's hurting my heart for him. But as we're moving through the season, we know that quarterbacks are very important and some of them like to look especially stylish when they're in their downtime, something that we also like to do as well. Bergdog shorts do the exact same thing as Lululemon, but fit way better. They fit better than the regular shorts that are made of stiff, restricting cotton. And they also fix the issue inventing cloud knit fabric that looks just like khaki. You can show yourself wearing bird dogs anytime that you need to by letting taking a snapshot, take a selfie. Let us know when you're rocking out and make sure you tag at Locked on ACC or at Candace Cooper or at TGIF underscore Kenton. We want to see your stylish Yetis. I mean, Yetis. We want to see your stylish bird dogs whenever you rock them. But right now, if you go to birddogs.com slash locked on college, you can get a free Yeti style tumbler with your order. That's birddogs.com slash locked on college for a free Yeti style tumbler. You don't want, you won't want to take off your bird dogs. We promise you. Kenton Gibbs here. We're talking through the quarterbacks list. We got to Mitch Griffiths at number 11. Now it's time for the top 10. Okay. Mm-hmm. Jack Plummer, Evan Conley, Brock Doman, Doman, however you like to say it, out of Louisville. I mean, I guess it got to be somebody. Lord help us. I don't see the vision. I don't, I see, don't the vision. see the vision. I, I really, I want to see the vision here. 
I don't see it. I don't see how you put this group above Mitch Griffiths. And it's this hard is not, to come after Cunningham for sure. And and this is, and that's the crazy part. This is not even considering like the legacy of quarterbacks that there has been at Louisville recently. A very good run of quarterbacks. This is not even including that. This is just objectively against your peers at this time in this moment. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that Miss Griffin set the world on fire against top 10 defense or anything like that. You can't tell me that you have uh, confidence in this Louisville group over him. And I'm like, that makes sense. You know, I, I hate to do this to Louisville, but has to be done. I feel like people are really like think that Louisville is a dark horse of the ACC this season. And I'm like, well, convince me. Show me. They've convinced I, themselves. They don't need to convince <laughs> nobody else. They've they really themselves. feel like Coach Brom is like just the second coming and he is going to do great things. And it was really all on Satterfield. And I'm like, show me. Can't wait. Prove me. Prove me crazy. Yeah, I don't. I'm going to tell you this. If, <laughs> if if them winning an ACC championship means you're crazy, don't worry, uh, Miss Cooper. You will prove competent uh, to to do all of the duties that you need to do uh, going forward in life, because I, I don't see that happening this year, but I think in the future, Brown could have something special, but I think that people are expecting too much too fast. out this Louisville team. hundred percent agree. Speaking of wanting a little too much Garrett Schrader, the, what did you want the man to do hurt? I think he did all he could at number nine. They're putting him down out of Syracuse. And I think he is honestly a top seven quarterback. And I tell you why. Had he not got hurt last season, he probably would have given Syracuse at least two more wins. Could have had an eight-win season. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this, and some folks are not gonna like me for saying this, but I, I really could care less. Of all the things that I worry about with Syracuse, which there are a plethora, plethora. there are a, there is a long list starting <laughs> with the head coach. God, here I Garrett ain't one of them. Garrett ain't one of them. Garrett mm-hmm. is not one of those things that I look at on that team, and I'm like, man. I just I worry is Garrett gonna be good enough? That's not and he's not the greatest quarterback I've ever seen. He's no, big, no. he definitely does what he needs to do. He's learned yeah. how to throw a, his accuracy has improved mightily since Absolutely. we first. I mean, the boy was throwing to who that last yeah. couple seasons ago, right? Like he has made great improvements. He knows how to use his legs, he knows how to break some tackles. He is not the issue. I think he's, you know, had to go through so many offensive coordinators, quarterback coaches, and all the things, and he's still standing, right? He beat yeah. Tommy DeVito for that job. Like, I think it's something to be said. It's disappointing that in the, in his, what, super senior season, they're still making that boy out to be a low bottom-of-the-barrel quarterback. Like, I hope he uses this as motivation. And here's the interesting thing about it. Garrett Schrader was in the top 25 in rushing for all players in the ACC last year. I'm saying like, what are we doing here? What Had are we, he not what got a hitch in his giddy up, like he would be seriously in contention of borderline top five quarterbacks. So I agree. I think I he's going. I think he's going to use any sort of negative voting towards his benefit when it comes to this around this season. Looking sure. at the number eight spot, Miami has Tyler Van Dyke, Curry Brown, who will try and vie for a spot, but I'm pretty sure that's Tyler's. Miami sitting at number eight, Tyler Van Dyke. I think. You know, adjusting to a new quarterback, a new pro style system is going to be was difficult for him last year. Hopefully, it you know turns the page this season and really helps propel that offense now that he has some buddies, you know, in his receiving core. Listen, Jacoby Brown is the quarterback of the future. He's the guy of the future here. He's when when uh, Tyler Van Dyke leaves. If this 
team is to go to that next level, if they're to go do something special, he's going to be the catalyst for it. Mm-hmm. With that being said, this right here, this right here is Tyler Van Dyke's team. And Tyler Van Dyke uh, needs to do some special things and needs to be better than where he is predicted to be in terms of the eighth best quarterback in this league if Miami's going to have a shot to accomplish the things that this team is capable of. Agreed. Number seven here, we've got Emmett Moorhead out of Boston College, which I'm saying, got to, what y'all see, I ain't seen. I'm going to tell you this. Hell, here little, we go. I'm a little bit of an Emmett Moorhead stand. We know. I got to admit it. We know. I got to admit it. A young man has been playing football for such a short time. All the physical tools are there. All the things are there. Putting them this high is, is, is insane. It's insane. What are you doing? What are you doing? It's a lot of pressure I, on that young man. It's a lot of pressure. It's not. It, he is in a similar situation to Gary Schrader, but even worse. All the doubts that you have about the 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 cast surrounding and all those things with Gary Schrader, they are intensified with with Moorhead. You don't. What part of that Boston College team do you trust? And, and I mean that very very genuinely. What part of that team do you trust? What part of that team do you look at and say like, hey? This makes sense. This is this this unit is going to be one of the better units in the ACC. Where, how? Uh, so so with that being said, especially offensively, offensively, I think that they have a receiver group with a lot of potential. But potential is a coach's killer for a reason because yeah. it, until it turns into actualized talent, we just talking rainbows and giddy ups. Like that's just a real. <laughs> We need to talk in wins and halfly and halfly cannot afford rainbows, not nor nor gifts, nor okay. he can afford neither. And so, with that being <laughs> said, that the question here is how can they surround him with enough talent with the offensive line out there recovering from their injuries, be ready to go and, and ready to, to show up in the high level again? And I I don't see it. I don't right. see it. I, I think that at and even in a vacuum, I don't think he's better than Tyler Van Dyke. But when you consider the factors of all of the things around them, it's going to be a tough sale. It's going to be a tough <laughs> Talking about top quarterbacks here in the ACC, we're going through our list bottom to the top. We are making sure from our Locked On Podcast Network fam- family, they gave us a list here. We went through it. We're telling you whether they're right or wrong. We're giving you our takes, and we're telling you who might you know, be a little upset at this list when it's all said and done. Sitting at number six, Phil Jerkovic at a pit. You know what? Respectfully, I wouldn't put Phil this high. And I, and I just feel as if last season was very eye-opening and you can blame the offensive line all you want to, but I think some of the frustration and lack of leadership from Phil definitely proved its reared its ugly head as well. You know, everybody says that uh, when you say bad things about these players, you give them motivation, you give them room to kind of say things and and feel ways about what you said about them and all that good stuff. Good. Put this on your clipboard, Phil. I, this is, he's in a very tough situation. Yeah. In terms of you lose, uh, you lose Israel Abedekan, one of the best running backs in the nation. Your wide receiving room is decent. Uh, I, I don't think that they're spectacular by any means. I don't think they're terrible. I think they're decent. You run into a situation where your best pass catcher is probably going to be a tight end that, you know, doesn't have a, a ton of wiggle, but he's great at high point in the ball. He has strong hands, sure. I'm worried that people have overvalued Phil here. I'm very worried. So put that on your clipboard, Phil. 
Put this in your montage if you go on and, and win the ACC Offensive Player of the Year next year. Thank us because we don't believe in you. I'm just going to tell you right now. That's just how we coming on, on Locked On ACC. Okay, we coming as a unit, period. I don't stand on it. Anyway, yes, I agree. Now let's get to our top five, top five, top five, top five. Brennan Armstrong out of NC State starts us off with the top five quarterbacks. Now this is one, too, where I say, huh, tuh. Brennan, you better show me something, and you better show me quick, or else I need MJ to go ahead and get that arm nice and ready and go ahead and saddle up. And Brennan, it's been nice, but MJ's my guy. You know, I hate to go out of order, but you know me. I'm always going to break the, the – Please, no, 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 no. Talk about Brennan. Okay, well, all right. I'm going to talk about Brennan, and I'm going to say that I don't know of all the quarterbacks where y'all put two, I don't know why this one was the one where you left it at one guy. I don't know why this one is the one where y'all said, we know he's the guy. With that being said, with with Brendan Armstrong, you're looking at a a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Which one are you getting, right? Mm -hmm. The 2021 Brendan Armstrong led the ACC in passing yards, took a team that seemed to be devoid of talent offensively to a a superb year offensively, at least. That defense couldn't stop a, a, you know, they, they could not, Leave Nick Tackle Jackson. Way. They did their best with what they could stop. Listen, Bronco Mendenhall is a good man, Savannah. He was just in a bad situation. And that, that offense did not put them in great positions either, which the three and outs. Come on, dog. You're telling me that Virginia's offense in 2021 put them in bad situations? 2020, okay, I'm sorry. I thought you were talking about last season. No, 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 last season. Listen, okay. Elliot. Okay. The, okay. Elliot on pack watch. Okay. We watch it. We watching you because they trying to roll you up and, and you know, they, they, they trying to do what they got to do. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. I'm talking to when Brendan Armstrong was really good and he was healthy. Um, that, that season was something special, but then next year he looks banged up. He looks a little slower. He looks like he's he, the, all of that physical running that he's doing is taking the toll on his body, which Brendan, are you going to get, are you going to yeah. get 2021 Brendan? Or are you going to get 2022, Brennan? And it's interesting that people put it solely on the injury when Robert and Nate is objectively one of the best offensive minds in football right now. He does not get the credit that he deserves, but if you look at what he did with Virginia while he was there, if you look at what he did with Syracuse while he was there and not forcing square pegs in the round holes, he's one of the best offensive minds in the game. And so like Peaches and Herb, we now have Brennan and Robert reunited in the field so good, which – uh, Brennan, are you going to get is the question. 100%. But again, it, are we even going to get Brennan? Are we going to get a little MJ? That's the question. Is it question? You have I'm to start with Brennan that. because why would you bring a super senior there? But will you finish with Brennan is what, you know, remains to be seen. Absolutely. Absolutely. Number four, Riley Leonard out of Duke. Hey, I'm with it. Bring all the noise and the funk because I feel like Riley does all the fundamentals correctly. I feel quite as kept he's kept Duke in a lot of conversations and in a lot of great games. I saw the Riley Leonard Duke Drake May matchup, which was phenomenal to me. I think it's something where you know because Duke is not a football powerhouse, he's sort of overlooked. But the numbers speak for themselves. Do you know who the leading rusher amongst returning quarterbacks is in the ACC? It's got to be Riley. Riley Leonard. This young man. Is is somebody that is criminally underrated, yep. and I have to give him his credit because he doesn't make the the killer mistakes. He takes care of the ball, but not only does he do that, he makes plays with his legs. 
That is what separates him from a lot of other quarterbacks on this list. He can do it in ter- he can do it in terms of while everything is scheduled and going good on the offense, and he can also do it in terms of wait a minute, things are breaking down. I got to scramble and make a play. And with that being said, Riley Leonard finished tenth in the ACC in rushing, thirteen touchdowns to be, I believe, top five in ACC in rushing touchdowns. This is a guy that can flat get it done and does not get the credit that he deserves. And honestly, I believe he's a top three quarterback in the ACC. Absolutely. I think him and Jordan Moore are going to be a great connection throughout the season. And Jalen, I can't even think of his last name right now, great receiving core uh, throughout the year. And Duke is going to be dangerous. I'm not going to hold you. We're going to move to these top three. Talking about ACC quarterbacks. These, to me, can be interchangeable, you know, so far if we're talking about way too early preseason highlights. But let's get into it, okay? Number three, Kay Klubnik out of Clemson. Now, why I feel like it's disrespectful to have him at number three is because they're the defending ACC champions. I think that, you know, the top quarterback should – I mean, yes, the top quarterback should be the one that was able to propel you to a championship. And I also think that Kay probably could have put them in a better spot had he been playing longer throughout the season. They were trying – and they didn't let go of the DJU project. I get it. I get where you're going there. Thank you. I don't – I don't mess with the vision. I don't mess with the vision. I'm sorry. Your vision, the vision is blurry for you. When you, here's the thing. Uh, to me, <laughs> every player should be judged on their individual merit as a player, not sure. on their team's merit. Sure. And to me, this is one of those situations where the quarterbacks get credit for things that it's like. But they help put credit. the points on the board, right? I mean, good for you, but it's not hard to do that when your defense continually gives you the ball back. There were multiple games where, you know, you saw K get playing a, a good chunk of the snaps and the offense didn't really do much. There was a reason that they oscillated between DJU and him. If he was ready to be the starter last year, he would have been the starter for all of last year. He wasn't. That's fair. He wasn't. He he looked good in some plays. Other plays, that freshman, that new blood thing showed big time. Mm-hmm. I don't agree with him being this high at all. I, and I, I don't, I don't see the vision. Not even a top five. I don't think so. I don't think wow. so. Wow. Well, you know, honestly, truthfully, I feel like uh, Dabo put his foot in his mouth with the whole DJ thing, and saying that you trusted him, you kind of had to keep keep that thing going. So Cade didn't have as much wiggle room to even fail and like succeed towards the end of the season as much as he could have potentially, in my opinion. Again. If you give any quarterback in the ACC a front seven that includes a group of guys that if you were to throw a rock in that group, you are more likely to hit a future pro bowler than you are a guy who's not going to get a sack, intercept, interception, tackle for loss in the NFL. The quarterback play really ain't – you're not the deciding factor. That's fair. You're, you're just not that guy. And so – with that being said, I mean, K. Klubnik is cool or whatever, but I don't, I don't see top three at all. I just don't. Top two, here we go. Drake May from North Carolina. I think on paper, you got to give it to the young man. You've seen him do it. You've seen him prove it. He doesn't have the greatest defense behind him. He's made some things work. He's fallen flat, to, you know, stumbled, 
stutter step towards the end of things, was in the Heisman conversation last year. Can he be there again in his sophomore season? Will he have a sophomore slump? Remains to be seen. I'm hoping that the new weapons that he's getting, the guy from Georgia Tech who transferred and, you know, the other guys that stayed there, grew up, you know, got one year older, a little bit wiser, hopefully, and helped Drake do the things. It's going to be awful without Josh Downs, sure, but I think I think he can manage. I hate when they make me say good things about Tar Heels. <laughs> He is the best quarterback in the ACC. Come and on. I don't know why this is being argued. Come He's on. the best quarterback in the ACC. I often talk about how quarterback is the most dependent position in football and how quarterbacks get too much credit. Drake May does not fall into that category. Right. This young man deserves every ounce, every iota, every skosh, every lick, everything that people decide to, every bit of praise people decide to heap on him. He's earned it. He's earned it. He's shown up uh, big time. And I don't care what you say about, oh, he's looked bad against good defenses. You can only play who's in front of you. If they put App State in front of you, you're supposed to put 50 on them. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. And if he did that, then that's what he did. Sure. It, it, oh, well, he he can only play against bad defenses, and that's because they played the Coastal. Well, guess what? He happened to be in the Coastal. Now, yeah. this year, this year, in the words of, of the Barger Company, time will reveal. Time will reveal, and oh, we will see. Yeah, we will see uh, exactly what this team, or exactly how good he is this year, having a much more balanced schedule in terms of uh, coastal and Atlantic teams. But uh, from what I've seen, mm-hmm. this young man is one of them ones. He's different. He's not like us. He's he's a he's a special talent. Certainly. Well, could it be a special talent sitting at number one from Florida State? Would be Jordan Travis. I ain't even gonna say nothing because I'm just over here. I ain't, I don't feel like I feel. I don't. Oh. I won't go oh. back and forth. Oh, don't be like that. Don't be like that. George Travis is a really good quarterback. I don't Number think he's one. the best. I don't think he's the best quarterback in ACC, but I think he's the top three. Top well, he's been there for eight years. I will hope he will be improved by now. Oh, oh don't be like that. Don't be like that. Kenny Kenny Pickett was really good in his last year when he was there for five, six, seven years. You know that's how the game rolls sometimes. You know you don't be like that. You know, hey, hey, listen, Jordan, I believe in you. I think you're going to do some special things. I believe in you, you know too, I mean? I but I, don't, I believe in you, too. Don't do that. I believe, too. I'm there. I'm there, kind of. I believe. All I'm saying is he 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 has a special supporting cast, and he's special. You can buy those. What? His supporting cast ain't special? No, it is. So I'm saying because he has a support, a good supporting cast, that's why I feel like it gets lost in the sauce about how good he is. Okay, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. But again, I think that he's a special quarterback. I think that he deserves to be number two or three in this on this list. I think that he belongs there, and he's going to do some special things this year. Um, you know, I have been the George Travis believer longer than others on this show, and that's all right. Oh, you love to throw strays. That's crazy. Listen, I, I, I'm with that's you when you're right. I'm with crazy. you when you're right. As, as my mother would always Just say. Just because to me, I said that boy is going to be end up being a receiver in the NFL, people as, wanted to go as crazy. My mother, as my mother would always say to me, son, I'm with you when you're right. I'm with you when you're right. Candace, I'm with you when you're right. I'm with you. So you say that boy's going to be in the NFL playing quarterback? I don't think he's going to be an NFL playing receiver. What do you think? What is he going to be? What is he going to do in the league? If he is going into the league, he's going to be somebody's quarterback. 
he's going to get on that Chase Daniels plan, steal from the program, get you a clipboard, get he you a hat. that Mitch Trubisky plan where people are going to buy into it, they're going to oversell it, and then he's going to end up flopping. That's what I don't I think so. Like. I don't think Mitch Trubisky has a couple things that Jordan Travis just didn't uh, that make him a, a different. Big, strong, can run. And that's the thing. He Here's the thing, right? When you look at those two. <laughs> that's the look, thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> When you look at these two guys, you're seeing multiple differences between Mitch and and Jordan Travis. This isn't just a like a oh well he he has this and that going for him or oh they're basically the same. Mitch has certain factors going for him that people will tend to overvalue and believe in him when they probably shouldn't. And Jordan, on the other hand, say it with your chest. I don't think so. Okay. I don't think he'll get that same benefit of the doubt because Mr. Bisky, for all that he is, he's not a big straw. He's not 6'5", 240, and could run a 4'3". That wasn't his story. But people saw one good season, and they said, Here we go. the guy. That, he, he's one of the ones. Well, Jordan this could Travis. be a really good season for Jordan Travis at Florida State. People could be like, that's the guy. I hear you, but there's something about Jordan Travis that tells me. I, I don't know what. Stay with your chest. I don't know. I don't quite know what it is, but okay. there's something telling me. You know, they're already asking about, well, he's got size issues. How big is he? Can he see over NFL lines? Well, does he have the ability to push the ball downfield at a high level? Well, and here's here's the one where I knew, oh, boy, here we go again. Does he have the ability to process and think his way through the game? I say, yeah. No. Oh, I know what you are. I know exactly what you are, friend. So. That that dog is hollering. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's that's it's, disappointing. Because clearly he's shown that he's – you know what? Don't get me started. I ain't, I ain't about to honestly, get that Honestly, home. here's the thing. I think that there is – I think that they give many too many quarterbacks the, the benefit of the doubt in that range, where I think that more quarterbacks than they give credit to are unable to uh, think their way through the game. I think there's a lot greater number than they realize, and they just throw that label on certain people more frivolously than others. But I digress. Let's side. All right. Well, that's our list from the Lots on Podcast Network. I think there's certainly some people that would be higher in the conversation, as you mentioned, Garrett Schrader, Emmett Moorhead, all the mm-hmm. things. I think there's some people that might be MJ Morris could be a guy that obsessed this list. Certainly. Certainly. I think Brendan Armstrong could not get knocked down a notch. Kate Klubnick for Kenton could be knocked down a couple notches. We'll figure it all out this season, and that's why it's fun, because it, you don't know until you play the game. Come back, because there are lots of lists that we're going over going over this offseason, as well as our Hot Topic Tuesdays, as well as some season schedule previews. want to get you right and ready for what will be a very exciting 2023 ACC football year for Gainers Cooper and Kenton Gibbs. Until next time.